What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hmm? Ah! Oh. I love that that's what the show continually reminds us to do, which is enjoy the time that you have on this earth because you don't know when it's going to go away. And just uh, truly make sure you're, you're, you're taking care of your humanity, you know, because your humanity, your joy, your, the happiness that comes with living a good life, that only comes with consistent effort. Hey, Zed Heads, welcome to the podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Lucy. And this is The Walking Dead cast episode 460. <laughs> we have the great fortune to be able to talk with the wonderful Ross Marquand. Oh, and wasn't he lovely? We, we just did, and he was great. Of course, we had no doubt. As you'll see, it's a really short one. He's doing a bunch of press today, and he only had a tiny slot for each person, but we we'll take what we can get with Ross. So it was really fun to be able to talk to him, especially since the first time I talked to him, as I met, as you, him, you mentioned to him was like right after his very first episode. And now we're Years getting ago. to talk to him right before the end. Yeah. 2015. Man. Uh, that doesn't sound that long ago. And then I'm like, Nope, that's seven years. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Anyway, enjoy. Hey, Ross. Welcome back to the podcast. So great to see you. This is my co-host, Lucy. She's in the UK. Hello. Nice to meet you. Hello, Lucy. Hi, Ross. Nice to meet you. And uh, I don't know if you recall, but the last time I talked to you on the podcast was right after your first episode on The Walking Dead. Oh, my gosh. Back in 2015. Oh, my gosh. Seriously? And now here we are at the end. And you've gone from the new guy to one of the most beloved characters on the show. And uh, the worst thing I hear about Aaron is that uh, we don't get more of him. <laughs> so much has happened since those first episodes for you and for Aaron. And so I'm going to challenge you with a question. If Aaron could go back in time and say something to himself back then, what would he say? And for bonus points, what if you could go back, Ross? What would you say to yourself? <laughs> I think he'd probably, I mean, both me and Aaron would probably go back in time and say, 
be a little bit less nice. Um, I think that you know he, he every single community he came up against, whether it was Rick and the gang or the uh, uh, the, the heapsters or the saviors, everyone just beat up on him so so much because he was I think being so diplomatic and nice, which is one of his uh, biggest strengths. But I also think that it it got him hurt quite a bit. So I would say be a little bit more. Uh, be a little bit more not mean necessarily, but uh, don't don't take as much from people. I guess. Yeah, assertive. Didn't be more assertive. Yeah. And you too, huh? For yourself. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I mean, for for, for me, is am I talking to Aaron or? No, you're or, talking to yourself. Myself, twenty in twenty fifteen. Yeah, I think that <laughs> that that, that uh, advice still holds true for me. Yeah, be more assertive for sure. Yeah. You know, as you're saying that, it feels like I think Rick would have given himself the same advice and that path that Aaron's gone on is somewhat similar to Rick's. Have you thought much about that? I think about it a lot. I mean, uh, I think a lot of fans are drawing comparisons between the two, of course, because of the beard and, and the, the missing arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's a very easy uh, transition or, or easy, easy logical leap to make that uh, comparison. But, you know, Angela and I talked at, at great length about, we want to make sure that Aaron is his own character completely. We, we didn't want to really mirror too much of Rick's storyline into mm-hmm. Aaron's. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, I think inevitably any of these characters, if given enough time, you're going to develop a harder exterior. You're going to be a lot more um, mistrusting of people. And I think that that's probably a good thing in the, in the zombie apocalypse, because there are literally threats everywhere and all of them are pretty much trying to kill you. So yeah, I think it's a good thing that they've developed a, a, a harder exterior, I guess, you know? Yeah. Well, that kind of brings it nicely to, I wanted to ask a little about one more, the the pandemic episode that was essentially a, a two-hander with you and Seth Gilliam, but then of course Robert Patrick comes in as Maze, and it was a very intense episode. And I think for Jason and I, one of the standouts of those six um, that we were given in the, the COVID period what was that experience like of of shooting and the kind of emotional places that you had to go to in that episode were very intense and it, I couldn't imagine Aaron of 2015 in that situation there. So <laughs> yeah, I'd love to talk a little more about that. No, that's a great that's a great question. Um, I think we were all for several reasons, you know, nervous about how it was going to go given the time that we shot it. Mm. You know, we had uh, um you know, a lot of new protocols to, to, to handle, of course, but also just the emotional weight of that episode. It's, you know, it's so wild to see these characters who have just beat, you know, uh, the whispers. And that's a, a huge relief, of course, is a great uh, weight off their shoulders. But now they're faced with this heavy realization that they're out of resources yeah. and they're out there trying to find something so that their daughters mm-hmm. can survive. So the next generation can survive. And um, I think when they, uh, find this supply warehouse they're they're overjoyed but then when they of course meet Maze, played so brilliantly by robert mm-hmm. patrick who was just this guy not at all yeah. like the t1000 <laughs> he was going to be like he's actually a, a complete sweetheart and a really good guy um, he didn't try to stab you or anything no he didn't he didn't develop metal arm yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, no, actually an absolute sweetheart and cracking jokes which i was not expecting but um you know, he he really brought his A game. And I think that helped Seth and I so much because the whole episode is about, you know, relishing the time that you have on this earth, you know, enjoying mm-hmm. the, the things that you do have, the moments you have. And then when they meet this guy and they're trying to, you know, save him or and I think Aaron gets very close to saving him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just 
uh, amazing. And this is, I won't, I won't spoil it for those who haven't seen it, mm. but basically it doesn't end well. No. Uh, and uh, I just, I just love, I love that that's what the show continually reminds us to do, which is enjoy the time that you have on this earth. Cause you don't know when it's going to go away and just uh, truly make sure you're, you're, you're taking care of your humanity, yeah. you know, because your humanity, mm-hmm. your joy, your, that the, 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 um, the happiness that comes with living a good life that only comes with consistent effort. I was just going to say one of the ways that you, that Aaron and Gabriel got to enjoy themselves was to have that bottle of whiskey, which uh, I immediately went and looked up because I wanted to get one for myself. And I think it was just made up for the show. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. 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 Too bad. But <laughs> it's a great segue because we're getting to talk to you right now because you're involved in this partnership between The Walking Dead and the Sexton Single Malts. They actually sent me mm-hmm. a kit a while back with some whiskey and ingredients for this really good, delicious blood orange Walking Dead cocktail that I very much enjoyed. And so could you tell me a little bit about this partnership with The Walking Dead and what Sexton has coming up? Well, it was, it was um, I think, very serendipitous because I went to Ireland about two, 13 years ago and spent a month there. So it was my, oh, wow. the first time that I really got to in, indulge in uh, specifically single malt Irish whiskeys. And, uh, and uh, they reached out. I don't know if it was exactly because of that episode and, you know, we're sharing <laughs> these, these fine whiskeys. I was wondering about that. I was curious too, but yeah. no, um, they reached out and uh, I was so thrilled because I, I love this whiskey and I love the ad campaign, specifically the ones that I saw ironically when we were shooting one more continue reminding people we don't know how much time we have on this earth enjoy it while you while you can and and just i love i mean if you get a chance to read you know the quotes on the side and everything it's just a beautiful reminder to to uh you know enjoy what you have while you can and i just i love their campaign and i thought it was a perfect time since you know they were uh working with walking dead already and i was thrilled when they reached out so i'm i'm very excited to be working with them that's cool I think they have a, a Walking Dead branded whiskey coming up. Is that they do? They do, yeah. and I believe mid February. Uh, so I'm very excited to see that come out as well. Because I mean, Absolutely. the skull kind of lends itself already. It's it's perfect tie in our own. Yeah, great. You know, I mean, if you're in the ZA, you're gonna want a bottle of that or two. I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another recent episode, and it kind of plays into what we were talking about earlier about how Aaron has changed is when he was interrogating the whisperer at the hilltop. And um, I could understand how he could get to, that was really dark how he could get to that point, given that he, everything he's been through, they killed Jesus, they infiltrated his community and left them starving. But I'm also wondering if you were thinking as you were filming that, wow, this might turn some people around on Aaron. And do you care about that kind of a thing? Do you worry about it or I I actually didn't worry terribly that people would be uh, put off by that because I think anyone in Aaron's shoes or any of the people that the survivor shoes would really say to themselves, yeah, that's I totally get it. I mean, you know, the the reason why his daughter is starving and the reason why his whole community is on the brink of uh, total extinction is because of the whispers, and um, I think he was very well justified to torture. Uh, the whisper the way he did and you know um maybe he went a little too far with the antler and the sternum but you know hey sometimes you gotta 
you, you got to do crazy stuff to, to get the answers you need, you know? So <laughs> that was also one of the coolest things I've ever seen on the show too. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you're holding the zombie and it was like jerking around and you were trying to get it over to him, how was it technically to play that? And did you like laugh about it with the guy who was playing the zombie? Oh, takes well, how I like, go? He, he was a, a trooper, honestly, because I mean, they, they rigged it up where this, uh, it was a dual plate on the front of his stomach or chest and then on his back. And uh, we had, you know, they did an incredible job of fixing this antler to the back and the front of this thing. And I just said, I'm so sorry, this is gonna be jerky. He's like, hey man, it's all good. You know, he's like, I already did my stretches for the day. I was like, great, <laughs> trying to get rat. But um, I, my job was to kind of like, you know, downshift him essentially with the back of the antler in my hand, just trying to get him to, you know, go back to where I needed him to go. <laughs> It was amazing. It was such a, such a, I think one of the craziest ways to interrogate a person probably ever in the history of TV. So uh, <laughs> I was, I was pretty, that. yeah. I've never seen anything quite like that before. No. Yeah, very compelling to watch, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Interrogation by antler, yeah. Interrogation by antler. Sounds like a cologne or a whiskey <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, so we're kind of coming up towards the end of the show now which is it's just wild to think about and it's been really interesting i think to have angela kang come and sort of breathe some life into these last few seasons kind of take it in a different direction now we heard in various interviews that the actors were some actors maybe asked angela or were in talks with angela about specific things they wanted for their characters like a dog for example did you have that kind of talk with angela and what did did you want i know you spoke earlier about wanting to see aaron as quite separate from rick but was there anything else that you kind of wanted to do in these sort of last few seasons well ironically i mean and this is the comparison that a lot of people draw is uh the missing arm but they also talk about the beard and that is one thing west because a me personally i i mostly have a beard in real life <laughs> I just desperately wanted to have a beard back because when I got the show, I had a, a pretty big beard and I just kind of wanted it back. But I also thought it was a physical manifestation of the loss and the the, mm -hmm. the struggle that he's, I wanted all of us to look a little bedraggled yeah. as the as we, last few seasons, because he lost Eric, he's lost Jesus, he's lost, you know, um, Abraham, all these incredible people that he was very close to Sasha, you know, like mm -hmm. you name it, like he's had so much loss. And I just wanted to see a, a physical differentiation from who we saw as this baby face, innocent J. Crew guy yeah. in season five to where we're at in season 11, you know, and luckily she was on board with that. And then as soon as I asked her if she was cool, that she said, yeah, that sounds great. Also, um, we're thinking about cutting off your arm. How do you feel about that? <laughs> okay. Sure. Sounds great. You so. <laughs> You gain a beard but lose an arm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> One of the we, we asked for some listener questions in case we had time and Rita Cantonella Orel says, Can you tell us how the prosthetic arm works and does it come easily on and off, or do you have to keep it on all day during shooting? It's not an easy on and off situation. Oh, no. Uh it's actually mm. uh they, they Greg's uh, Greg Nicotero and his team uh, KMB built this incredible uh, prosthetic that that is made to my exact specifications i guess with my my arm so i dipped it in this epoxy and so it's extremely tight when you put it in there so once you slide into this thing uh it's kind of like an eggshell crate and essentially it goes over your arm and your fingers and there's a screw here 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 
and then one, two, three down the arm, and then it's ratcheted up with these like uh, these these leather straps. So um, once you're in there, it's you're in there. I mean, <laughs> I, I I do everything all day for twelve hours wearing this thing, and it's not easy, especially when you're trying to eat lunch or something. But yeah. uh, it's just it's just it's just honestly a lot simpler to keep it on all day than take mm-hmm. it on and off. So I just leave it on there. So yeah, your arm must That's smell true. great when you take that thing off. At the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know it doesn't actually smell but you know whose hands uh cutlets is abraham's gloves always smelled a little uh <laughs> raw <laughs> what's he been doing i remember that that was like yeah yeah um, well, I, guess, I so yeah. i think we have just a couple more minutes i definitely want to get your feelings on just how you're feeling that the end is in sight and how you're gonna how you think you're gonna feel at the very very end I don't know. Uh, you know, I think a lot of us have been kind of, you know, speculating on how we're going to feel as we enter this last mm-hmm. month of shooting. We've got about five weeks left before we wrap. Wow. And um, that's a strange feeling. Uh, I got on the show eight years ago and it changed my life in more ways than one. And I just, um, it's weird to think that that chapter of my life is finally coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you hope that there's always going to be new life for your character and, movies or tv shows spinoffs or whatever but you never know mm-hmm. so um i think we're just trying to relish every day we have and and enjoy it because it's gonna be over before we know it and then that's it so yeah um it's it's scary but but also exciting we're, we're ending it the best way we know how yeah and we're, every, everybody's coming together and just uh you know trying to tell the best and most provocative story we can uh, with the time we have left, and I'm I'm just excited to see how it all comes together. Honestly, as a fan of the show myself, you know, that's great. Well, I mean, we just want to thank you for uh, being on the show. You've really added a lot to it, and you really are. Aaron's a beloved character, and um, oh, so much. I'm so glad that you have. It seems like people have noticed you, and you've been appearing in other things. And so, I'm mm-hmm. happy for your career, and I hope it continues to flourish and, and everything. So, just thank sure. you for everything, Ross. Absolutely, and I hope you get to go back to Ireland once you've finished shooting. I've, I'm very much planning on it. Yeah, yeah, That's, that'd be wonderful. One of my favorite countries. So, yeah. yay! <laughs> All right, take it easy. Excellent, thank you. Bye, guys. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.